A hot bath in her antique tub with lion's claw feet did nothing to diminish the unidentifiable yearning that had flowered while she'd watched the shared glances and nonverbal communication between Sophie and Sotaris. Dalmon and Helena shared that same intense emotional and spiritual communication. If only she, too, could know that feeling. Philippa wanted to cry out at the injustice of life. Aaron, a professor of archaeology, had been fifteen years older than she, and their marriage had been one of quiet, steady affection and admiration. She had never really bought the image pushed by romantic films and novels that there was more to love than that. After meeting Damon, she had realized how utterly, foolishly, naively blind she had been. When she had first seen him, her heart had galloped like a racehorse, her throat had gone dry, and her stomach had sunk like a lead weight all the way to her toes. No, she would never know the wild, drenching passion that was Helena's. But then, Helena was world-famous, and beautiful, and young. Toweling her slight body dry, Philippa could not help but grimace at her reflection in the bedroom's full-length mirror. You are most fortunate to have a veneer of culture and polish to conceal how unprepossessing you are, Lady Philippa Fleming, she told herself. Suddenly, behind her reflection, she saw the startled Giles framed in the bedroom doorway, and she spun around. Unaccustomed to having a man in the house, she had left the door open. She clutched the towel in front of her. Her throat and tongue refused to work, but at last she got out. What? What do you want? He simply stared at her. A muscle twitched in his jaw. She was too stunned by the blatant desire she saw in his eyes to say anything else. Involuntarily, her body responded to his smoldering look. For the first time, she realized that her quick, incisive mind, her intellect, which she had always been able to rely on, was just a small part of her being, a precarious minority ruling over the emotional mass that made up the remainder of her. He loosened his tie, and she was half afraid and half hopeful of what she wasn't certain. She was wild with curiosity, with fear, a fear that she was sure he could see trembling on her lips, quenching her social smile, forcing her to lower her eyes, stiffening her posture so that she would not shake. I stopped by, he said, to tell you that I invited Father Murphy to breakfast tomorrow morning so we could finish our discussion. Such banal words, she could only nod. The slightest semblance of a smile tugged at his youthful mouth. Your derriere is delightful, Philippa. She whirled, realizing that her exposed backside had been reflected in the mirror and unintentionally presented him with a view of the authentic thing. She spun around again, feeling the scarlet heat rise from her toenails all the way up to her lips. Good night, sis. His expression was a perfect poker face. After he left, a secret shame badgered her as she slipped into a rose silk sleep teddy. My God, Philippa, he's fourteen years younger than you. The demoralizing knowledge did not decrease the longing reflowering after a long, long time of agonizing loneliness. At her age, what in God's name was wrong with her?